Welcome to Unspoken Truth, where we'll be uncovering life's journeys that make or break us, and those little things that bring us joy, or the deepest, darkest secrets we've decided that we're taking to our grave, the pain and the judgments that we carry each day, and these are managed in all different forms of relationships, friendships, family, and society. Join me on this journey of discovering unspoken truths and changing the narrative. This is from a woman who's just like you, a mother, a sister, a daughter, and God's child. And in everything else in between, I'm still an individual riding the waves of life. I am Nita Terry T, your host of Unspoken Truth. Episode 7. If you all know that 7 is the number of completeness and perfection, both physical and spiritual, it derives much of its meaning from being tied directly to God's creation of all things. Thank you for walking the journey with me. We are back and ready to share more stories. This episode is called Turning a Woman's Womb into a Tomb. I've heard this statement so many times that it has so much weight and shame that we hide in our scars, our families, our partners, our friends are quick to pass judgment and through it all there's only one common denominator and that is the person who chooses their body abortion is taboo in our world women are called murderers they are shunned upon how could she a child is a gift well today i want to change that narrative because i strongly believe that we need to make our own choices and stand strong no woman can call herself free until she can choose consciously whether she will or will not be a mother margaret singer this podcast is called Unspoken Truth. And if you are sensitive to the truth, skip on to the next episode. Today, we speak of the one thing no one is comfortable speaking about, abortions. One thing the world doesn't articulate is that women are always given ultimatums while men do not face any. No man can bear a child, and that's the reality we stuck with. The fact that women are turned into mothers when they aren't ready. Society then jumps in and says that, but she was grown enough to open her legs, wasn't she? Well, women will always carry the burden of truth. The Virgin Mary was the only woman who conceived a child of the Holy Spirit. While in reality, women conceived children from men who at that time wanted to sleep with them wanted the guilty pleasures, don't get me wrong. We will speak about these men in the next episode. Right now, let's focus on this topic. A 14-year-old girl becomes a mother because the family says so. She made a mistake sleeping with the boy she thought she loved. She has to face 18 years of her life raising her child. That boy is free to roam the streets and not even help or even know what being a father is about. A college girl close to graduation falls pregnant and the family chooses for her that she has to keep this baby. One year till graduation, she has to figure out her life because it all changes. She must be a mother now and take a break. The guy she slept with graduates and gets his career off the ground and she's now distant memory. A working class woman trying to build a corporate ladder and make a name for herself falls pregnant and she knows her life is over after maternity leave. When she goes back to pick up where she left off trying to climb back that ladder, continues to strive while she breastfeeds and juggles work and home. That married woman with an abusive husband or a cheating husband with an unsolid marriage, she falls pregnant with her third or fourth child. The families are happy for her, but is she? Does she want another child? Does anyone care about her? Has anyone ever asked a woman if they were happy to be a mother? 
Has anyone ever asked the person they made pregnant if they were happy? Choices and choices are made for women daily. And even if you end up with five kids, you can barely feed as long as you're keeping them. That's good enough. Let me tell you Is a story. Is it good enough? A while back, I was in this long, committed relationship. We were a young black couple working our asses off to make a living and live comfortably. In the years of this relationship, it had its dramas and traumas. But I guess love stood the test of time. I felt pregnant. I didn't notice till I started getting sick unnecessarily. Went to the doctor. He didn't check for pregnancy and gave me medication. I got more sick until something in me said, damn, you need to get a pregnancy test. I know while you're listening to this, you are thinking, hmm, but didn't your period stop? And the answer is, nope, my period never stopped, but I knew I didn't feel okay. Took two pregnancy tests and yep, I was pregnant. But because I loved him and we were together for a bit, I thought I can have this child. I can do it. I was okay with it. I then told my partner that evening by approaching him with these tests in my hand and showing him. The first thing he said was, I didn't want this. I don't want this. I sat flat on the floor looking at him wondering, did I fall pregnant alone or you were the cause of this pregnancy too? He then became stressed, started yapping about how he wasn't happy about this and he wouldn't want to keep it. Yep, he wouldn't want to keep it. Anyways, a week or so went by and he barely could look at me. All I knew was that I was okay. I was willing to accept having to leave him and see what I would do with my life after. He refused. That suggestion he didn't he said no, he didn't want that child at all. I repeat, he refused. He refused my suggestion that I would walk away. His answer was, he didn't want the child at all. Male privilege is also a thing. They own us. They decide what's best for themselves is best for us. One morning, I woke up and he tells me to get ready and call my boss and tell her I won't be coming in. So he makes up his mind. He drags me to the clinic, kicking and screaming, crying and begging for him not to do that. But I had no choice. I had to make sure that I do the abortion. He owned my pregnancy. He owned my body. He controlled my decisions as much as I would stand my ground, but there was no way out. No woman can tell herself she's free. Who does not control her own body? Margaret Sanger. I shared the story in a way different angle because no matter how you look at it, women have a long way to go. When you want to be a mother, he doesn't want to be a father. He chooses for you. When you don't want to be a mother, he makes choices. Your family makes choices. So when can women talk and be heard? truly speak and not be judged? When can she be free to stand by her own and live a life that best suits her and her choices? Men will always have choices. That's why there are single mothers out there, kids with no present or active fathers, just women having to sacrifice because whatever choice she had would never be okay. She lives a life for others but can't live a life for herself. Reproductive freedom is critical to a whole range of issues. If we can't take charge of this most personal aspect of our lives, we cannot take care of anything. 
It should not be seen as a privilege or as a benefit, but as a fundamental human right. Faye Watlitton. It is no crime to have control of your body and your choices. We need to stop passing judgments and making other women wear their scars in shame and pain. If she doesn't want to be a mother, then that's okay too. If she wants to keep it, let her keep it. This is the truth, the hard truth. As you listen to this, you have already passed judgment to the story or you have passed judgment to somebody else or even yourself. Abortion shouldn't be taboo. I don't know how many of you have watched The Handmaid's Tale. That series interprets the world so harshly on how women are treated and how women should live. But in reality, that series speaks for us women. We raped, we beat, we abused. We are made to be baby-making machines. Is that our word? So, take a minute and ask yourself. If you are a man, would you like to have been the one to bear kids? And if you are a woman and you have not experienced it or thought of abortion, that's okay too. But do not, I repeat, do not pass judgment. It's not your life, not your narrative. If you are a woman who has had to stop their life for to be a mother and couldn't choose because choices were made for you, it's okay. Stand strong in who you are and where you're going. To the woman listening to this who has had an abortion, it's okay. You had a choice for you. You put yourself first amongst anything else. You stood your ground and, and do not be ashamed. Walk head held high. When you're ready to be a mother, you'll be one. If you're never ready to be one, that's okay. Women must take ownership of their choices and people out there should stop passing judgments. We are all here to live our lives the best way we know how. Remembering this is borrowed time. Like Wanda Sykes says, women, are, women and our right to choose were going to be challenged with Ashcroft around. When Bush appointed Ashcroft, I went out and got me four abortions. I stocked up. The doctor was like, listen, you're not pregnant. I said, hey, just shut up and do your job. I'm exercising my right while I can, damn it. <laughs> In episode eight, we talk about baby mama, baby daddy drama. Follow me on Instagram and subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I am Nita Terry T, your host of Unspoken Truth. Until the next episode, remember to do what you gotta do so we can do what we wanna do. I thank you.